What up, though? This is Coach Raina Harmon, University of Iowa, representing with SLT, and you got next. You next up, and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, you up next. Keep the wins on hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. We are touching the mountaintop. We are going to give you the dopest, the absolute dopest assistant coach on U.S. soil right now. We got Raina Harmon, our Hawkeye stand up, the nation of our. Hey, coach, welcome to the show. You Thank see, you. Appreciate you guys for having me. You an entrepreneur. You an advocate. What, what do you not do, coach? Tell, tell us right now, what, what do you not do? Listen, I'm not going to put a cap on myself. I'm not going to say I can't do anything. I'm willing to try everything one time, right? <laughs> All right, Coach. Well, we, we're going to unpack your story and get to the the Sports Life Talk initiation. But before we do so, allow me to introduce myself. I am your host, the mouth of the South, B. Jones, the Louisiana, Mr. Yeet himself. I'm rocking alongside of my co-host, my brother from another mother, the head coach, the guru, KT. How you living, KT? How you doing, man? Man, I'm I'm feeling great, B. Jones. I feel like I can just shoot it from the logo today, man. Let's go. No. <laughs> oh, so you want to talk? You want smoke? I'm going to tell you something. No, no, no. Coach no, still no, got no, it, Cam. No, no, no. That's not smoke. Okay. I, I just want to make sure because it came off as a little, no, little adversarial. No lady in Iowa that we all know about that can shoot that three with the best of them. So, Kevin, but it's, it's, they breathe dead in Iowa. They breathe dead in Iowa. We're going to talk about that here in just a second. But listen, if this is your first time checking out the network, checking out our channel, we want to say thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Kevin and I, we work so hard, and we go out. And, I, I don't know how Kevin get us these bangers. This this right here is a certified platinum episode. You just got, you just walked into the doors on one of probably one of our best episodes ever, one of our best guests ever. But listen, stick around, hang out with us. And on the count of three, we got to ask a small favor, Detroit. Because we know it's some love up there in the D. We need y'all to do us a huge favor. On the count of three, smash that subscribe button. Can they do that for me, coach? Can your folks hold us down like that? I know, I know it's one million out of Detroit. Let's go show this thing some love. Here we go, Detroit. One, two, three. Ooh. Listen, thank you so much for smashing that subscribe button. That, that goes so far for the channel. Kevin and I, we are so close to monetizing this thing. It is ridiculous. And your love and your, your admiration goes a long way. So check this out. We got over 180 episodes of You Got Next. Coaches, athletes, content creators, Olympians, NFL athletes. This thing is this thing is bananas. So buckle up. Go enjoy those. But for right now, sit back. Cause we're about to put you on some sneaker game. We're about to we about to put you on some W uh, NBA games, some basketball. It don't matter. We about to touch them all. Cause we got them. That's right. Our your very own coach Raina Hardman. Are you ready for the sports life talk initiation? Oh, let's do it. Let's do it, KT. Okay, B. Jones, she's a little too confident. I'm a little scared. All right. So <laughs> to initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. All right. Top five music artists. So. Start number one, Michael Jackson. 
right? Been a fan Bye. of Mike Jackson since I was born. Uh, number two, uh, the vocal Bible, and she is highly underrated. That's Brandy. Ooh, I think that's our first Brandy. That's the first Brandy. Oh man, love Brandy. Been to a concert of hers, man. Her voice is well, hey, coach. Ridiculous. I actually met her in person. Did you? I'll tell you a story off air. But, I bet. But, I wanna be down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, number three, we gotta go, Mr. Sean Carter himself, Jigga. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, four, I'm gonna go Whitney Houston. That's See, I'm gonna tell you something though, Coach. That's not fair to you, cause, I, cause listen, <laughs> it, it, you know how a Wheel of Fortune when you go to that final round, how they automatically put some letters up there on the board for you, like they gonna give you all this RSTLA. Yeah, yeah, like they should automatically give you Mike and Whitney. They should. Yeah, we shouldn't have to count Mike and Whitney out of your five, but we we gonna let you do one more just for the sake of the show. But right. the R, 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 RSTLEs, that's what them <laughs> is right there. I got you. All right, so I gotta I gotta throw somebody from my hometown on here, right? Detroit. I mean, home of Motown, and this artist actually wasn't signed to Motown, but one of my favorite artists growing up. This is like one of them Sunday, your mama cooking and she cleaning, and this is just resonating through your house. Gotta throw Anita Baker in there. Oh, Anita give Baker? Okay. you the best that I got. Everybody, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. okay, you better hit that note. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody need that drunk aunt, though. Anita, oh. All right, so I like Anita, too, man. My mama had yeah. me on some Anita when I was in the, in the cradle. I was listening to Anita. Angel, right. we can just go on about her. Shout out to mm-hmm. All right, so who is your favorite? Some of your favorite sports teams? Yeah, so being from Detroit, it's been a struggle for a minute. Um, but you know, I always, I always root for the hometown, right? So Detroit Pistons, uh, late '80s, early '90s was a fun time with the Bad Boy. Uh, 2004, that was a fun time watching those guys win. Uh, the Detroit Lions, oh my God! There's probably nothing more frustrating than being a Lions fan, but we got a good draft class. Great um, draft class. Yeah, man. And so outside of that, I kind of just root for certain people. So I'm a big Cam Newton fan. Um, so, you know, I was a was a Panthers fan. Uh, I'm not a New England Patriots fan, but I joined that bandwagon for a minute and then went back to the Panthers. So we're going to see what happens there. Big LeBron fan in terms of basketball, right? So typically, wherever he goes, that's who I'm rooting for. So hopefully the Lakers can get it together. I know he got a few more years waiting for Bronny to get up there. Um, and then wherever our players end up, right when we talk about WNBA. So uh, I was a Washington Mystics fan for a while with uh, Megan Gustafson being there. She was with the Dallas Wings. And right now, she's with the Phoenix Mercury. So I'd have to say my favorite WNBA team right now is the Phoenix Mercury. All right. So who is your favorite superhero and why? Favorite superhero is, I'm not like a superhero fan, like didn't read comics, rarely watch the movies, uh, but one that I'm really into, and I'm sure you guys could probably guess this based on your research and background of me, is Black Panther, right? And that's because, you know, King T'Challa, he's going, (laughs) he puts on for his people, he wants the best thing, you know, for his people, and so I would have to say I resonate most with uh, Black Panther. All right, T'Challa, since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Theme song would be, I'm going to take you back to the trumpets on this one. Eve, who's that girl? Who's that girl? Hey, y'all see a dance, but y'all got to go check out because she got moves for real. Coach Ray, Coach Ray got some moves for real. Hey, hey, she will, hey, she will work a dance floor over, dog. I'm just telling you right now. I got evidence. I got the receipts. So, all right, Coach. So, on behalf of the SRT Nation, we would like to welcome you to the SRT family. So, B. Jones, take it away, man. Detroit bad boys. Hey, check this out. I'm going to tell you something, coach. I cried 
with Michael Jordan and them put 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 the, the Detroit because all right, so I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. You know, Joe Dumas is from the area. I was like a little kid, five, six years old. Joe Dumas out there playing. That's all I did. That's all I knew was Detroit Bad Boys basketball. Mm-hmm. I walked out when they walked out. I was still, I, <laughs> when they went to the locker room, I, I walked out the living room with my mom and I was like, I ain't playing no more. We ain't playing no more. They cheat. <laughs> hey, hey, Coach, for real. It's, it's, you know, that's why we click it. That's why, that's why we cool because it's something yep. about if you, was a, if you was a Bad Boys fan, then mm-hmm. you, you, you got a certain mentality about sports, right? We think that's we right. think sports are totally different and so that's what's gonna make this interview with you very special because i know there's a different mindset mm-hmm. that comes out of you coach and i see it how you how you approach your coaching style how you approach your life personally on the court and off the court but let's go back to the beginning you know mm-hmm. detroit ain't always been known for for the most savories as a matter of fact on our show wednesday nights at eight o'clock p.m central standard time we watched a, a documentary show called malice at the palace and uh it was it was a great show and i didn't even know kind of all that stuff that went on in detroit but uh but tell us a little bit about your experience growing up in detroit yeah man uh so my mom uh she kept me involved in sports in sports really early by way of uh police athletic league so they had pal all around the country right um, and so, I mean, I was in, like, I started off in cheer, to be honest. And I have some of my lifelong friends from cheer. Uh, she put me in the ski program and the tennis program and the track program. And basketball is kind of where I found my love for sports. Um, so came up in Detroit um, playing basketball. Uh, I have a lot of male cousins that are older than me. So they would always need an extra person to play. And so, you know, I'd be out there doing whatever. And they're like, just don't shoot it. We pass to you, pass it back couple more years roll on they like give it to her <laughs> give it to her uh so you know I, I always say you know they're part of that my progress um and me growing up went to martin luther king high school which was kind of known as like the yukon of detroit back in the day i mean state championships city championships um lots of d1 players coming out of martin i was about to say they put d1 football players out every year I, right. I follow football real big and it's, it's martin luther king put out some serious hitters on the football field yeah yeah great school for athletics and for academics um and so you you know, being surrounded with, you know, those caliber players uh, afforded me the opportunity to be seen by other D1 schools because I wasn't the best player on my team at all. Right. But opportunity means preparation. And I had some great games, <laughs> you know, and was afforded uh, the opportunity to, to get a scholarship to Central Michigan University. Um, took my talents there and, you know, kind of the rest, the rest is history from there. Yeah, you 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 skated over on them buckets, but you was a monster though. I saw I saw some cliff notes and some, I read some press clippings that you was you was putting it in. You was doing work. You was doing work. You know what? Wild though, like even me as a player. I mean, we talked about the bad boys, right? And so I was kind of the, the prototype of that type of team, right? I wasn't out there like we talked about shooting from the logo and stuff. Like that wasn't me. I wasn't out there like shooting a bunch of threes. I mean, I was rebounding. Offensive rebounds, I give you a little, uh, little Bill Lambert, a little Rick Mahorn real quick, and I'm going back up. Uh, uh, I keep on my way to the basket. Um, what about what about that microwave? What about that microwave, Vinnie Johnson? You ain't had none of that in it. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I was an undersized forward. I mean, I'm five ten. I played the four, you know, most of my life. So I took a little bit of uh, that uh, bad boys mentality into my game, and like I said. It, it just it worked out for me because a lot of players don't like to do those things, right? Everybody trying to get buckets, trying to get assists, and like that was never my mentality. I didn't have to do that because I was always surrounded by people better than me. So I'm gonna get you an assist, you shoot it. I'm gonna go get it back. 
Man, I'm gonna tell you something though. That that shooting from the logo, like I was talking to some of my cousins, because I got some cousins that could go. They were they were potential division one talented people, and we were talking about how how these shots are going up. Like you watch an NBA game, like I mean, it's almost like running. I mean, there's gonna be a three point shot just about on every trip down the, the court. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, you would have got pulled. <laughs> your coach would have been like, hey, that's your second one. Come on, come sit with me. We not shooting that shot today. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Basketball has changed so much, but let's 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 flip the page though. So you had a great hooping illustrious hooping career you had fun built relationships you know accomplished the things you wanted to accomplish on the court what converted you over to a coach when was that ah this is it moment that you said hey i want to give back you know and started coaching i think you were at university of michigan or was it at central michigan it was so i was playing at central michigan but to be honest when i was there uh i never it never even crossed my mind that i could be a coach so i got my um undergrad degree in sports studies and my my minor was in marketing but um because I didn't have many people around me that looked like me, it never dawned on me that I could actually be a coach because none of my coaches looked like me. Right. Um, and so once I got back to Detroit, um, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what it is I want to do. I knew that I wanted to stay in sports, but I also knew that I wasn't good enough to go to the WNBA or even wanted to go overseas. Um, so <laughs> I went back home and started being a substitute teacher. Um, and then I was a gym teacher, right? And so just me being a, a college athlete and knowing how to relate to kids and just rolling the basketball out and like breaking some of their ankles, all the kids wanted to come see me. So the trouble kids <laughs> always got sent to come see me, <laughs> right? So then I was passed. They asked me if I wanted to coach um, the middle school, the eighth grade boys basketball team. And I was like, okay, first, I've never coached. Two, you want me to coach boys? We'll make something shake. So we ended up winning the championship that year um, <laughs> when I got back. And so after we won the championship, my former AAU coach that I played for, he was like, hey, I hear you coaching now. And I'm like, yeah, I am. He's like, why don't you come back, give back to your AAU program that you played with? And I was like, oh, say less, coach girls, let's do it. And so I started with a team. They were in the seventh grade, and I ended up coaching them all the way until when they graduated. So they were really, really good. A lot of D1 prospects on that team. And as they got to high school and I'm coaching them, um, college coaches that looked like me started calling my phone to recruit them. And it was then when I was like, oh, I could do this. And so as those coaches start calling, I was just letting them know, hey, I know you're looking after my kids, but what does it take to be on your level? Like, what do I need to do? And so they start suggesting things. I end up getting my master's, just networking. Anybody that would call about my kids, I would tell them what my goals and aspirations were until one day out of the blue, I got a phone call from the University of Michigan asking me if I wanted to be the director of basketball operations. Wow. Dobo. Yep. (laughs) And that's a tough gig too. We've we've it interviewed a couple gig. of dogs. I'm like, man, that's I mean, probably everything. the grimiest position. Like you're doing everything. You're doing everything. And so the thing is, so I ended up working at PAL. So like I wasn't, I was no longer um, a substitute teacher. I ended up getting a job at PAL. I was an assistant athletic director. So I was tasked with running sports. I was a commissioner for the cheer program, for the golf program. So the same programs that I ended up going through end up falling on my plate and I was responsible for them. Running the budget doing the travel, ordering uniforms. So it made sense for somebody to reach out to me to be a director of basketball operations because I'd already had experience doing that. Just uh, we added a lot more commas and a lot more zeros to the budget that I had to, that I had to manage. But yeah, I was at University of Michigan uh, for two seasons under under uh, Kevin Borseth. And what's interesting is, you know, also because I was coaching those AAU teams, he knew that he now had a direct pipeline into Detroit because I knew all the kids from the Yes. Well, so 
You ain't. I don't think you got a losing record anywhere you went. I saw. I saw you had a winning record in Central Michigan. You got a winning record in in in, in Iowa. So, and as much as I want to talk about, because Iowa got some hopers, man. Iowa's got some hopers. Yeah. But I, I got to touch on what's important and why this platform is so important for us is because you take off everybody, Coach Rainey. You you give everybody a voice. If you African American, if you LGBT, if you uh, a woman, it don't matter. This woman below us, she got your back. And you ain't scared. Like I told y'all, she a bad boy at heart. You got to tell me about this mask because I looked through the mask and I was just, I was enamored. I was like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Every game, you broke out a new mask and that mask had a statement on it. Tell us a little bit about what made you come up with that and tell us how did that work out for you? Yeah, so um, it's kind of a longer story, but um I started getting into a lot of history books. It's African-American history books. This was around 2015, 16, right? We fast forward, Colin Kaepernick takes the knee. And like now a lot of college athletes are starting to take a knee. And I'm like, is that what I want to do? I'm not sure why I'm going to do that. So let me just keep reading, keep watching documentaries, educate myself. So then 2020, uh, we get to, we're in a pandemic. Everybody slowed down. Everybody's in front of their TV. And then we see the murder of George Floyd, right? And so then... Subsequently, we know our season now we're gonna be reinstilled, but we're gonna play again. And so now you start seeing like masses of college athletes start to take a knee. And so we're having this conversation with our team. And again, I'm tasked with, okay, now you have all this education, right? Um, what are you gonna do with it? Are you gonna take a knee? And so that was my first inclination, maybe I will. But as I start thinking about it, I'm not the head coach, but who's at the press conference? I'm not gonna be able to tell why I'm taking a knee. I'm gonna be having my head coach tell that story and that's not that's not fortunate for her that's not fortunate for me and so what i did know is we'll get to this i'm sure me being a sporting apparel company ceo like i can make certain things right so i started creating masks during the pandemic and i was like i'm big on educating which is why i'm in coaching right so i'm big on mentoring and sharing information that i know that could help the next generation and so i was like all right well this brianna taylor situation is laying heavy on my heart i'm gonna start my first mask is going to be Brianna Taylor. And then when I realized that like people were like, oh man, what are you going to do next? I was like, oh, there's a next. I started writing down a list of things that I wanted to talk about for the season. Um, and so for that particular season, I, you know, highlighted people that were black people that were unjustly killed at the hands of the police. Um, some unjust racial systems that are in the world or even just some historical things like uh, the bombing of Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, redlining, you know, things like that. I just highlighted them. And so what I would do every game, we have a shoot around and our head coach, she gave me 10 minutes to just express or share and educate people about what was actually on my mask. Because for me, it was like, okay, I can take a knee, but then what? Why am I taking a knee? So. I put that out there during shoot around. I would always put on my social media what it meant. Um, it started some really heavy dialogue, but some really good dialogue. People will reach out to me in my DM like, hey, I never knew of this person or this historical event that happened. You're kind of changing the way I'm thinking about these things. And I understand what you mean when you say like, you know, a Black Lives Matter. And this is why these are things that are happening in the past. Um, so thanks for shedding light on that. And so it, for me, it was like after 30 games, if I gave you a new topic, for 30 straight games and you still don't understand why people are taking a knee and it's because you don't want to understand but i think i've changed a lot of people's insight here in our athletic department outside the iowa community i mean and across the nation just on social media so um but for me you know it's always like we task our young women 
once they leave here, they're going to have some obstacles, right? And they're going to have to figure out if you are able to get a seat at the table, then you're going to learn how to use your voice at the table. Don't just be hogging a chair. That's right. right? And so it's important for me and for our players to see that there's someone that could speak about difficult things in a positive way and not make it so contentious um, where people can feel like they can have those conversations in a safe space. And I think that year doing that with those masks, that was just me trying to accomplish something so that it could help, you know, our team, our program and our community. Yo, and it, it was a fire. I, I, I'm gonna tell you when you when you when you when you put the red line one and uh and in the, the Tuskegee, I said, oh, she in a Kool Aid. Oh, she she <laughs> hey she she going deep. <laughs> hey, y'all about to get it today. I tell you what, it's <laughs> it's about to be some understanding. It's gonna be some yeah. straightening. All right, so so I, I Kevin, do I got time for for a couple more? Yeah. I, I know I know we press for time. All right, all right, all right. so let's let's you the CEO of Unified Ballers. First up, hey, I need that two XL. I need you to go. That day. Hey, I need all that swag. Hey, you just dripping everywhere. I saw the sneaker. Hey, I'm just telling you, it was it was a monster. Your, your clothing line, the brand is crazy. It's fresh. It's it's new. It's exciting. I, I kind of want to be a brand ambassador so we can put that SLT logo on it somewhere. Hey, but tell it. tell us a little bit about how you came up with the with the uh, with the with the drip with the threads, and then it's a special T-shirt I want you to talk about. But I want you to tell me a little bit about the whole setup. Yeah. So me as a coach. I pride myself on, kind of like you guys, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I'd be hard-pressed to find something with the energy that you guys bring, right? And so that's how I look at myself as a coach. Like, you step onto the court, you got to bring energy every single day. I don't care what I'm going through. I don't care what you're going through. I'm going to bring a smile to your face. It could be raining outside. We're going to create our own sunshine up in this month, right? So so a couple of sayings that I had, like, you know, I coach the shooters, and I'm saying it now more than ever, right? We're having a kid like Caden Carpenter, like, whoa, where are my shooters at? Like, I mean, they be stuck, stuck, stuck. Where are my shooters at? There's some off days, and I end that phrase with a question mark, too. Like, <laughs> where are my shooters at? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't getting nothing today. Can somebody find at? my shooters? <laughs> right? Or even, you know, you got you got some, some players that are dealing with some certain issues. You know, am I good enough? Especially when you get to this level, because everybody was a dog in high school, right? But then you come to this level, and it's like, Am I worthy? Am I good enough? And I'm always like, listen, bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. If you do, everybody else will. Um, and so then I, I took the where my shooters at, and I just put it on the t-shirt for me, my wife, and my son. Put it on social media, and everybody was like, well, when is coming out? Like, coming out? Like, coming out on where? <laughs> um, and so, you know, as I wore them around town, people that didn't even know me or knew what it stand for, they get it, right? You see a three with a basketball logo. I mean, young kids, my, my son's wearing it for school. So I was like, all right, I think I'm wanting something here. I'm going to create this shirt and I'm just going to sell it. But I was like, I can't just sell it out the trunk of my car, right? Taxes, like I ain't trying to get involved with that. So I ended up creating a company thinking that maybe this could be bigger than just basketball. And so what is something that unifies the ballers? What unifies the ballers? What unify ballers? Unify ballers. So that was the company right there. And I it initially just took all the sayings that I have and put them on a the shirt, right? And even this one, like we're all chosen to do something. Right. But it's a it's a conversation starter. So people are like, what what does that mean? I tell them what I'm chosen to do. Boom. Break out the logo with unified ballers on the sleeve, um, you know, and being able to create some really cool things. Like I talked about, the, it's the unified it's time to unify mass during the pandemic um, was able to create a, 
uh, black coach's shirt of the head coaches that took their That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Let me tell Coach, I got to tell you. Do yeah. you know we had somebody previously on our show who wore the shirt? It caught my attention. And I said, man, where did you get the shirt? We talked about it on the show. I said, man, where mm-hmm. did you get the shirt? Because that yeah. was a fire shirt. It had a deer. It had pokey. had right. Don. It had all mm-hmm. of my Nubian queen black coaches. I said, That's fire. That's mm-hmm. fire. So you came up with that shirt, though? I did. So, uh, last, so not this past season, but last season, right? Um, Adia, she makes it to the Final Four with Arizona. And I'm like, man, look at these black women. They're doing their thing. I'm going to make myself a shirt and just wear it for the championship game. Like, I really yeah, yeah, I yeah. her. Again, I put the shirt on. I took a picture of it. And people was like, I don't see it on the site. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, I posted it. I had over 800,000 impressions on Twitter from that one post. That one post. Wow. And so I'm like, okay, I can just print the shirt, but like I have respect for these women. I'm in that same profession, right? That's I right. mean, like, right. I, I literally, like, if Vivian Stringer didn't do what she did here, I mean, I understand Cheney, but like here in Iowa, I don't sit in this seat. I don't have these opportunities. And so I reached out to some people within one day. So this is after the final four, right? We got one day before the championship day. I end up <laughs> on a text message chat. With the five women that were on the shirt, asking the, them, the Mount Rushmore black oh, coach, female black. I mean, I'm in a group chat with them, and they're all like, "Absolutely, yeah, Dawn, yeah, I got you." You know, like I'm like, "Wow!" wow. Put the shirt out. Shirt went crazy, right? Like, and so I'm just waiting for the next one so we can just keep on adding to the shirt. But the shirt has kind of just it just wow. took off. Kevin, I'm telling you, man, this thing is this thing is bananas. <laughs> hey, I, I tripped out when I saw that too. But what really impressed me, not just the shirt. But the sneaker game, we got it. <laughs> okay, we got to okay. touch on the sneaker game. I, I got to do this here. We don't have a lot of time, so I'm, I'm just gonna. Oh man, we, we. I didn't touch on you reading. My wife is. A, my <laughs> wife is a reader. I saw you read books by Tabitha Brown. Some oh, of the yeah. other ones. We're not gonna be able to touch on the fact that oh, she shook hands with the vice president. <laughs> we you know we're not. We're we not gonna be able to touch on everything, Coach. How it is, but you got to touch. Lastly, on this sneaker game, you fell in love with it years ago. I just fell in love with sneakers back in 2019. And I got an impressive collection to say the least, but your collection is <laughs> Chef's Kiss. You know what I'm getting saying? There. We're getting there. Yeah. You a monster with it. So every time you take a picture, are those your sneaks? Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, like, okay, so y'all know Detroit, right? Like, I mean, we ain't the fashion capital of the world, but we the fashion capital. Right. Hey. I mean, like, if you see somebody in some minks and some gators, what up, though? We can Detroit, right? I mean, Biggie had a line. Yeah. Pink, pink, gator, my Detroit players, right? Like, hey, so- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, when, uh, what's, what was our guy who went to the Detroit Pistons? No more pick. Kay Cunningham. Oh, yeah. When he got on his draft night, he pulled out some shades. He was like, hey, this is for Detroit. I was like, right. that's dope. I, didn't, I never knew about the shades in Detroit till then. That's right. They call them buffs if you got the woods. Buffs, yeah. crazy. So they gave something to the governor of Michigan. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, I've just been a sneakerhead kind of all my life. Um, like and, and and not just Nikes. Like I, I buy a lot of Nikes now because we're in Nike school and I could just wear them whenever. But I mean, like even back when Grant Hill first came out with some of his shoes, Patrick Hill. I mean, like I've always been been a sneakerhead, uh, and it just keeps going. And my closet. I mean, we're moving now, so thank God. Because I'm <laughs> <out of space>. but, <laughs> you need a room just for the sneakers. Oh, you yeah, need a room for your sneakers. I, I 
I now I saw I saw somewhere you said the Concords was your favorite pair. I, I wanted to challenge you on that Concords. I don't know why right. I felt like I felt like you was more of a rookie of the year ones. I don't I don't know why oh. I saw I saw some other maybe the Fearless. Ooh, I see some I see you with some dope sneakers. Listen, and the thing is, I mean, in every time the Concords come out, I, I grab them right because I wear them. Like that's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Like no, you got one to rock, one to stop. I'm rocking all these mugs. They'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> They'll come back again. Like uh, yeah, Concord's that colorway with patent leather. With the, it, just, it does something to my spirit every time I see Concord's all fly. They they probably the most versatile sneaker. I took mm-hmm. I took out my pictures for the for our SLT site when I you know I'm the Black Ranger the Black part. You see I'm wearing black. I had to throw my Concords on. I was like I'm coming out of y'all coming for your neck. All right, right, KT. Oh, B. Jones, man. One thing I love about shows like this and guests like this, they bring out the best in you. You are the mouth of the South for a reason. <laughs> and you took up all of my time. So, hey, <laughs> let's go and get to the campus rounds, man. Let's do it, man. I love it, though. This is great content. I love it. Let's go. Uh, he he, he ain't throw no shade, did he, coach? He ain't throw no shade. <laughs> Brought it back. <laughs> all right, coach. Raina Harmon. Welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show where Kevin and I, we turn on each other. We compete in, in true brotherly fashion, but you are now calling all the shots. Have you ever played a game called Would You Rather? Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> all right, so this is going to be very simple. Both Kevin and I will present to you an option. You select one of those options. The option you select will gain that host a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. I don't know, Kevin, who won the last game? I think yeah. you should I don't yeah, know I, feel. I remember you had won like three in a row, and then I found four. It was four. It was four in a row. <laughs> you had won like three in a row. It, that's obsolete. I won the last one. So. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you kick it off, man. Round one: Would you rather coach a player that became a Hall of Famer and gives you the credit for their success, or coach a player that became a coach, won a ring, but says you taught them everything about X's and O's and how to manage a team? Mm. Coach a coach. I'd rather coach a coach. Point that, round you know one. We need that's some Mortal Kombat sounds on this thing. thing. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Finish him. Oh, hold up now. Hold up now. <laughs> All right, round my back. No. My back. <laughs> uh, now she's about to say something. Uh, no, oh. I was gonna say the reason I would I would choose that is because that's the gift that keeps on giving, right? Yep. You coach a coach that coaches a coach that coach. You know, like. That's now we got, Rain, we got the Raina Harmon coaching tree, right? There we go. That's the goal. All right, round number two. Coach, would you rather host a YouTube basketball pickup series where you interview athletes while playing basketball in the gyms that they grew up in or host your own cooking show where athletes and celebrities share their favorite places to eat in their hometowns? Ooh. Ain't hard about this one, cause oh my gosh, that's a great, that's a great question. Yeah, but just think about you get the Caitlin Clark and all the cooking she's been doing. You, you know what? And I, I, I'm actually gonna say I'm I'm gonna host the cooking show. I'm gonna host the cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I, I'm putting you in D Wade's a, a gym with D Wade where he grew up I, out there in Chicago. I know, I know. And how many of those exist though? You know what I'm saying? Like there ain't many coaching shows where like you know they're talking about you. other okay. things. Okay, I'm gonna talk to the producers after the show. All right. Oh, you didn't want to talk about it about the round one, though, right? You really don't. All right, so round three, four dollars. Four dollars. Would you rather Nike have a shoe named after you and it becomes the official shoe of the NCAA? Or four. 
Would you rather have the Rainer Harmon Trailblazer Award named after you? And it goes after goes to someone who is an advocate for the community and accomplishing great things on the court. Is there anything else you want to add to that, B. Jones? Goodness, you saw that up. And it comes with a scholarship. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you ask me to. Okay, so we, we know that shoe game is something serious. Strike the scholarship from the strike the scholarship. It's just somebody who the the, the Raina Harmon Trailblazer Award named to somebody who's an advocate and accomplishes things on the court and off. Following yo the spirit of Raina Harmon. Yeah, that love for yeah. shoes. So we get those rings. Mm. You know, mm. you know the, the soles eventually come off of them shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the paychecks don't. There you, there you go. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna go with the Trailblazer Award. I mean, that's yeah. who I am at the core. At my core, that's who I am. Yeah, <laughs> this was very important to me, Coach. I'm back in the dub column. Y'all see it? Do I need to? Do I need the camera to zoom in on this, Karen? Do I need to zoom in on the Raina Harmon Trailblazer Award known as the Championship Belt? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Where my shooters at? Oh, oh man, it feels so good to win again. I first want to thank Raina Harmon. I want to thank the okay, Iowa University you know, Athletics. She said she got to go through her fitness show. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Coach Harmon. The title of the show is You Got Next. Everybody has a future. Tell us about yours. Yeah, I just came to this crossroads um, where I was like, do I want to go into administration or you know, do I want to stay assistant coach? Do I want to become head coach? Um, and just when I think about the platform that I'm gaining and the platform that I have the potential to have, the impact that I can make, uh, and continue to grow. My next, my next thing is to become a head coach. And this, it has been written. It has been written. Any particular schools, universities that you ever had to dream? And I mean, you, 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 you're talking about the Vivians and the, you know, yeah. some of these, some of these, some of your predecessors. Would you like to take over a program like one of those? Or, um, I mean, obviously, this is like one of them draft questions where they ask where you want to go. Well, <laughs> yeah, you can't really answer. It. Your- <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, but you know what? It's always, um, and you guys know what I stand for. And we talked about it. Like, and so I'm unsure where my path will go. Um, and I hope to be at a major D one power five university, um, you know, in the future, but I would love to get a shot at an HBCU. Mm-hmm. That's what I was hoping you was going to say. Yeah, yeah, that, that. That's what I was hoping you was going to say. Cause, ooh, we need you. We need you. And I love what they're doing. I think the tide is turning. It's turning slow. Yes, it is. Yep. And, you know, no no big boat ch- turns fast, but, you know, right. it's turning slow. But, hey, it's mm-hmm. turning. And we need people like you. But real quick, real quick, before we before we sign off, give them a book. They got to get a book. What do you want everybody out there, SLT, to go read? SLT oh. Nation, what's a book we need to go read? One book. Um, Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Did they make a book about it, Coach? I mean, a, they, a movie. A movie. So, so there's a, a documentary uh, that highlights what's in the book on HBO. <laughs> so, if, if you're reading ain't your thing, go check out that hour documentary on HBO. With Kevin, you, read, go read the book, Kevin. <laughs> I do enough reading throughout the year. All right, Coach, do you have any shout outs you want to give? Yeah, for sure. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to my family, right? I mentioned that I have a wife and a stepson. So, shout out to Sharita and Jaquez. Um, shout out to every player that's ever, I've ever had the opportunity to coach because I know they're going to show up and watch this. Uh, shout out to my Chippewas. Shout out to Hawkeye Nation. And shout out to y'all because I love this podcast. The, the interviews that you guys are doing, 
uh, the energy that you guys are bringing. I mean, I watch one and I just go right to the next every morning, right to the next. So <laughs> don't 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 tell us, coach. We'll get to do here. We're trying to stay humble. <laughs> no, I appreciate y'all. All right, so this is the part of the show where you get a chance to call it the person you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. Tell them my story. I want you to do the same thing. With yeah. that said, Coach, who are you giving your game ball to? I'm giving my game ball to Marwan Miller, newly appointed coach at the University of Minnesota. All right, Coach Miller, you are on the clock. Raina Harmon, your energy your vibe, your courage, your tenacity. You are extraordinary and you got next. Anything you need, we rocking with you. 10 no toes doubt. down. No I'm doubt. going to order me some buffs as soon as I get off this thing. Right. <laughs> Coach, all me you the truth. Thank you for stopping by the show. SLT Nation. Oh my goodness. I told y'all this thing was going to be fire. The electricity, my, the hairs on my arm are still raised right now. And if you feel it like I feel it, this is the last altar call. Show us some love. Right now, we are trying to beat the algorithm and we need your support major support. I know it's five to six million people out there in the world that want to be a part of this. This show was amazing, but we got a bunch of amazing guests that come on and tell us stories that, uh, of just positivity, of inspiration, of hope. Be a part of this, all right? Smash the subscribe button. Share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it. Like it. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you think about the top five, the would you rather, the, 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 the championship rounds. We want to hear it all because we believe in engaging with you is first and foremost. And don't forget, Kevin and I, we do go live 8 o'clock p.m., Central Standard Time, we go on Twitter and YouTube. Did I say that right, Kevin? Twitter yes, and you YouTube. Right. Yes. So all you got to do is hit the smash the bell button. You'll be notified. And it's a crazy show. We talk about sneakers. I, get, I do a drop every week, Coach. I do a drop every week where I show people the new shoes. Kevin does a song of the week. It's crazy. It's a fun time. Come hang out with us Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Kevin, I don't know. What am I forgetting, man? What am I forgetting? I'm going to let you close this thing out, Kevin. You went and got us one of the dopest guests. Yes, but be told I failed the people by losing championship rounds. I <laughs> failed them. But, Coach, like Mike Jack Michael Jackson said, we love rocking with you today. So, whatever you need from us, like B. Jones said, we got your back. Appreciate that. All right, all my unified ballers, SLT Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because together we are better and keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet! See what's crazy is I knew you had next because you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just, I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast is tuning to just for you to talk your shit. Talk your mushroom, you want what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat you got next is a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity what's up next is you at least you better be yeah you got next yeah i can feel it you're a winner just like me you got next and what comes next tune in next time and you'll see because if you got next yeah if you got next if you got next then you're just like me if you got next if you got next yeah if you Life talking this Yeah, 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 yeah Sports life talking this